Welcome to the Mindset Czar Podcast. We take a moment to get away from the mindless scrolling to focus on enhancing our quality and experience of life through four pillars, health, wealth, love, and fulfillment. I'm your host and mindset coach, CJ Lee. And when you're seeing difficult economic times on the horizon, or if you're in the middle of them, how do you approach your career, your business, and your resources? Do you pull back and do you hold on tight and conserve, or do you extend yourself and increase your reach? Depending on when you're listening to this, right now we're dealing with some pretty heavy inflation. We're dealing with savings down. We got credit card debt rising. We've got relative to the last few years high interest rates. We got wars going on overseas. So some people are already feeling some of the hits and others are bracing for impact of what could come in the future. So after the last podcast, the five lessons of selling $100 million worth of real estate, I got a couple questions from you guys about how to approach your business during difficult economic times. And I got to say, in my asset class, specifically investment real estate, total transactions are down as much as 70% for the year in a lot of assets. You know, we're already seeing a major slowdown, largely due to high interest rates that have lowered valuations and really disincentivized sellers. So maybe you have been seeing something similar in your field. Maybe you're dealing with it during COVID. Maybe it's something that's coming in the future. But if so, how are those things impacting and shaping your actions? And I'm talking on a personal level. Do you feel yourself contracting? Do you see yourself cutting expenses, cutting marketing, retreating and saying, hey, I'm just going to wait out the winter? Or do you lean into the new opportunities that present themselves and say, hey, where can I expand? Where can I grow? Because with everything that we just said about the current economy, according to AG's Global Wealth Report, the number of global millionaires is set to nearly double by 2026. As of 2021, there were just 62.5 millionaires in the world, but that number is expected to reach 87.5 million by 2026. So why is this? Well, there's a few reasons that this prediction is out there, but one of the important ones and one of the most relevant ones for what we're talking about today is that many fortunes are made during economic downturns. You just got to know where to look. As the old proverb says, necessity is the mother of invention. And quote. Both Airbnb and Uber were both founded during the 2008 Great Recession. Apple was also founded during a recession. There are many companies that have risen from the ashes during economic challenge. And there are many people who have made a lot, a lot, a lot of money during difficult times. So back to the question, how are you approaching this period? Are you looking at it as a time of, hey, this could be an opportunity for me? Or if you're dealing with this, are you looking at it as a time of like, oh shit, you know, it's going to be down for a little while. I just got to hold on for dear life. Survive till 2025, like is a common phrase going around the real estate industry. Just survive till 2025. How are you approaching this period? What's your mindset? Is it survival? Or are you saying, you know what? There are chances for me to go out and thrive during this. I could establish something in the next couple of years that completely changes my entire life based on the circumstances that are here today. You know, everybody's circumstance is different and should therefore be approached differently. But the general trend that we've seen through long-term wealth development is that there's many opportunities that present themselves in the downturn. It's those who continue to push themselves and look and find and leverage things within the shifting landscape. And there's a story from Rich Dad, Robert Kiyosaki. I can't remember if it was in his book, Rich Dad, Poor Dad, or if I heard this on a podcast or what it was. But he was talking about a real estate agent that he used to work with. And he was at a party it was actually two real estate agents that he used to work with. This was during a substantial downturn in the real estate market. And the agent came up to me. He was all depressed. He was just like, man, you know, I'm just, I haven't gotten a deal done in so long. You know, like I haven't really been even making calls. It's just not worth my time. I'm not going on the road. It's just like no deals are happening. And so I'm not going to be out there. I'm not doing anything. So there's no point in me going out and trying to string up deals. And he's kind of listening to him like, okay, okay, okay. Just waiting for him to stop talking. And the agent afterwards turns around and says, hey, you know, wait a second. Sorry, I forgot to ask you. How has your business been lately? He's like, man, we just had a record setting year. I've bought the most properties this year as I've ever purchased. 
were heavily investing during this downturn. And he goes, what are you talking about? And then Robert Kiyosaki's other real estate agent comes up and he goes, yeah, this is the gal who's been passing me all these deals. He's like, what are you talking about? And this other agent starts asking her and she's like, yeah, most of the agents have stopped competing for these deals. I'm out here working twice as hard as I was during the good time. And I'm out here doing four times as well as when we were in a boom because there's way less competition. And I found little niches where deals are actually moving. And I'm having a record year. Two different perspectives. Two people in the same industry. Two people dealing with the same economic situation. But two totally different perspectives on how to approach it and two totally different outcomes. Real estate is such a good example of this. When it's booming, there are thousands of real estate agents joining the market. I heard about a year and a half ago that there were more real estate agents than there were homes for sale on the market. We're also in the midst of a serious supply shortage, but that's pretty wild. There's been a huge run up. Property values have gone up and up and up. So people are thinking, wow, real estate's such a good industry to be in. But actually you're fighting for a smaller and smaller number of deals. But just in the last six months, according to the National Association of Realtors, over 60,000 real estate agents have left the profession. And I've personally seen this firsthand, knowing a handful of agents that have left the market or who've taken this time to retire if they're already getting towards later parts of their career. And for many who aren't leaving, you see decreased spending on marketing. You see less emails. You see less effort. You know, they're taking their foot off the gas. You can't blame them completely. You go around, you call a bunch of these people, and everybody's like, there's no way. No way I'm selling right now. You know, what's the value of my property? Oh, it's 40% less than it was a year ago. Thank you very much, but I'm not going to sell. It's understandable. But like we talked about in the last podcast, got to look at it as building a giant skyscraper out of bricks. You got to keep laying each individual brick perfectly at the right time. And it's like those two different real estate agents. You got to keep pushing and finding where the deals are being made, where the opportunity exists. And this doesn't just apply to real estate. It applies to any business, regardless of what you're dealing with. A shift in the market, a disruption means that you need to have a shift and a disruption in your thought and in your actions and how you are approaching your business. You got to see it as an opportunity. If you consider that, marketing is down in your industry. If you're in real estate, marketing is down in your industry substantially. Now is one of the easiest times to gain market share, to be the one that's still out there, that's in the face of the potential future clients. And you build that future trust over the couple of years. Maybe that's how long it takes to get back to a stable or uprising market or make sense for people to sell again. But as we know, people sell often just because their life requires them to do so. It's not always just based on price. But when everybody else is down, when everybody else runs, that's one of the best times. It's one of the easiest times to extend into your market. And it's going to take time for this approach to pay off. You might not see it right away. It may take a couple of years before you actually reap the rewards of the actions that you take today. These are long-term businesses, long-term perspective. When you take the offensive approach, you say, hey, you know what? I'm going to double down. I'm going to get in front of all those people. All the competitors have now left. And you allocate your physical resources much differently, right? You've got this excited energy to push forward instead of this feeling of retreating. And that comes across in your mood, your energy, and how you're working with your clients. Because they see you're active. They see you're confident. They see you're ready to take on whatever. And if they're in a circumstance where they need to do something, who do you think they're more likely to go to? The person who's been like, oh, man, I'm not going to work right now. Like, I know nothing's working. Blah, blah, blah. Nothing's selling. Blah, blah, blah. No one's buying. No one's selling all this. Who's going to want to work with them? Or if they're the person that's out there going, yeah, this person is grinding. They're hustling. They're making deals happen. That's where the business is going to go. So beware, because when you let a shift in economic times shift your mindset in a negative way, that is what is affecting your business. That is what is driving you down. That has just as big of an effect on your business and may not be just in the moment. I've had multiple deals fall apart this year that would have absolutely come together under a better market. It hopefully will in the future. But I'll be the first one to sit here and say, yeah, it's not just my mindset. 
It's also the economy. But if you start to pull back and if you start to allow your mindset to follow the trend of the economy and to go down in the dumps, if that's what your economic dealings are right now, then guess what? When the market corrects and turns back around, you're still going to be left in the dust. You can't control the external, but you can control the internal. This is the moment where you prove it. Prove that you're tough. Stay on the road. Stay with the focus of I can get it. I can do it. Manage your expectations. And I keep leaning on real estate because it's a market that I know super well. But even like my grandma, who's been in the industry for 40 plus years, top 1% agent, she's always said during these economic downturns, she says, you know what? I love these times because it clears out a bunch of these fly-by-the-night agents who just jump into the market when things are going great. It's a great opportunity to grab market share. You got to think of these things as a long-term focus. And even on a more specific thing, one of my coaches, he says when he's not busy and he doesn't have a filled consult, he spends that time working on his website, working on his advertising. Right. So when your time slows down, you have an opportunity to double down on your marketing to improve all of the other systems so that when things do get busy again, you are in a place where you're ready to execute. Right. Doesn't matter. There are opportunities that present themselves and everybody's circumstance is different. I'm not suggesting that you take on a bunch of debt to go on a big marketing campaign if you don't have reserves saved up to weather a storm. Right. But the moral of the story is that if you are in business for the long haul, build your business accordingly. Keep your focus on the long run. We have a tendency to move towards instant gratification as humans, but our businesses and our careers, they're long-term games. Therefore, we've got to shift our focus to a long-term perspective. So stay on the offense. Find ways to find the right opportunities that have come up due to any shift that you're experiencing. And for our tool of the day, I encourage you to take some time to think about your industry and how is it shifting at this time, regardless of whether you're in a bull or a bear market for what you do. How are the times shifting and what new opportunities are coming up because of that? How can you take advantage of those? How can you maintain a mindset that will lead to the correct actions for long-term development? Because sometimes just a little bit of reflection, some research and some deep thought can give you an idea today that shifts your entire direction moving forward. So instead of just being reactionary to whatever's happening, be intentional, be proactive, go on the offense, choose a strategy and run with it. And before we jump, I'm going to leave you with the words of John F. Kennedy. He said, when written in Chinese, the word crisis is composed of two characters. One represents danger and the other represents opportunity. And quote, that's what we're working with today. Ratings and reviews really help this podcast grow. So if this podcast has been valuable for you, really appreciate you leaving one of those. More than anything, I just appreciate you being here. For more info on coaching, book launch, and their mindset motivation, head over to cjlevy.com. This is the Mindset is our podcast. And thanks for going to MI with me today. Thank mm-hmm. you.